2: sneaker history podcast salutations
3: welcome howdy diddly how's everybody doing welcome to another episode of the sneaker history podcast we have two fantastic people here mike and Rowett.
2: how you guys doing
1: good man it's weird recording in the morning time all the sunlight coming through my window Right now so it's cool
2: <laughs> as some of our listeners that are also probably content providers know it's always important to bank an episode because you don't know when you're gonna need it whether it be a rainy day or a sunny day and luckily for us we're at that halfway point of the year where we can start doing lists because if there's one thing I know as content content makers and content consumers we love a good list,
3: Mm-mm, list. oh yeah <laughs> and this is a
2: weird this is a
3: weirdly situated list because we all kind of have six shoes which comes out to 18 which is not a top 20 or a top 10, but, you know, that's okay. Um, Mike, I'm really happy you brought up the the daylight, uh, you know, subject, because it's kind of like the lights turn on in the club. and you to see who you've been dancing with. Like,
2: ah. oh, I, didn't, I didn't know there was an Adam's apple involved. That's cool. I'm a modern person. <laughs> the, light of truth, the light of truth shows all.
3: So... Happy you guys to join us today. And like Rowett said, we're doing a little bit of a countdown, a little bit of a semi, you know, um, mid-year review. However you want to shake that down. um, Shake that down. Doesn't owe you money. Don't worry about it. (laughs) But um, we each picked three shoes we like so far of the year and three shoes we dislike, for lack of a better word. Let's say like more, like less, how would you two like to phrase the the
2: other three? I Let me go ahead and take the first shot at it because <laughs> Mike is a far more eloquent and articulate speaker than I am, uh, so um, I'm always going to be the human meat shield when it comes to these sort of things. But I will say this. For me, it's not even a question of disliking the shoes that are on my list, but... I dislike the reason why they are relevant. And I'll kind of touch on a little <clears throat> bit, and I've essentially become the person I hate, which is person that doesn't understand how to properly convey what a dislike means. Because like I'm going to tell you with the shoes that I have, I like every single pair. There's just extenuating circumstances that have prevented me from getting a pair, which has caused me to dislike some aspect of that shoe.
3: Very valid. Mike, how about you? How would you describe your uh...
2: the bottom half?
1: My bottom three are shoes, of course, I, I don't have, and it's not because I wanted them to have them. I think I'm just sick of seeing them in particular portrayals, whether it's shock value, fake hype, or you guys will see when I talk about them. And maybe you agree with me, maybe you won't, but it's just more things that have irritated me throughout the
3: year. That's, that's a good way of saying it. I don't have any of these shoes either on my, I'm going to say naughty list for let's do that it's the naughty list um and for reasons both of you alluded to may not even be the shoe per se It's could be yeah reasons around it but i think that could be a theme today so do we want to start with the positive all positive all negative alternate what do you guys think i'm thinking alternating one good one bad
2: yeah What's let's do that?
3: that yeah
2: and do you want to do in my starting five style like where one person can show the good and the bad of one of their pairs, or a couple of pairs, and then go to the next one, and then the yeah, third person. Yeah, l- let's do a
3: one for one each, like CBD cool. to THC, and then we'll we'll go um, each person. So, Mike, do you want to start us off with your your favorite and cool uh, <laughs> naughty list? <laughs> <laughs> naughty list? All right, so I
1: guess I'll start off with with Jordan Brand. My of course, my like is going to be my new cha- uh, next chapter, Jordan Ones. I mean, for obvious reasons, you guys know I am a Absolute nerd. Uh, so, it kind of explains itself. I've been one. I wanted the first pair. Maybe we'll get the second pair. And not, be, not just because I got this first pair, I think this one's better. But if you've seen the movie, this goes with the movie so well. Like, it actually... If you were to watch the movie and look at the shoe from certain aspects of the movie, it actually is a plot point in the movie, which is really cool. So, that's why I like it. I think a little bit more. It's not just a generic. oh Spider-Man shoe. It actually goes along with the story. Uh, so, that was... My like, my dislike, going back to Jordan brand. The Thunder Force was an absolute unneeded sneaker, not because of, oh, okay, let's release it, but the fake hype, the hype video they put around it was so ridiculous. And it was one of those things like, I had to shoot back in 2011, or no, when it was it 2012 when it came out? And it seemed like it was just more of a, hey, people are liking Jordan Force, let's just push this thing. And it was the fake hype, oh, yeah, Jordan Force. And I've seen not one person wearing that shoe. Not even like in social media. You know that people like, oh, look, I got the Thunder 4s and put their little silly outfit together and so on and so forth. They sold out immediately and I've seen not a single person wearing them. So I just one of those fake hype-generated sneakers. That's why it's on my naughty list, I guess.
3: I wore that shoe, the 2012 one. I, have, I didn't yeah. buy the new one because I still have the old one. And I love the old one. The Thunder 4 is a gorgeous mm-hmm. shoe. But, Mike, you're totally right on, like – it, it's just like when you're driving on the freeway super fast, and you see something like kind of interesting on the side of the road, but you're not going to stop; you just keep driving. There's so many shoes on the side of the road, like asking for you to look or make a pit stop, and it's really hard to stop and make that pit stop. Sometimes.
1: <laughs> I agree. I That's know. a good way to put it.
2: No, I mean, road. and I think what I was going to say as well as that concept of art, artificial hype. Well said by Mike, but it's also something that's going to be prevalent in one of my naughty list pairs as well. Just because I think we're getting to that point now where maybe we're getting too old to be in the club, like Robbie had mentioned earlier. (laughs) Maybe we leave the club at 1130 because, you know, we've got a nice Saturday brunch where we're going to go berry picking or maybe hit a nice farmer's market up, support local economy. But it is one of those things now. And I'll use this slyly to go into my naughty pair list explicitly, which is the Mac Attack. And the only reason this shoe is getting any hype is because it's Travis Scott. I have nothing against Travis Scott. I know the music is not for me. I think if you listen to any of our episodes in our catalog, you know that. But it is one of those things now where I do feel bad for the silhouette of the shoe and the fans of the original shoe that may actually have wanted this Mac Attack, but now will not get it because of the fact that it's got this affiliation. And it's nothing against Travis Scott. It's nothing against Nike. It's nothing against McEnroe. Like, it's just one of those things that sneakers are supposed to be accessible. And this is, to me, the jump the shark moment of hype where it's just like, let's just pick a random silhouette from the past. And I really want them to document this process of Travis Scott closing his eyes, doing this, (laughs) This picking a shoe. (laughs) that gets displayed like an NBA draft card. And then voila just add water that she's going to be a hype beast dream. Nobody's going to see a pair that wants a pair. And then yeah. we are where we are, which is when we do the end of year episode of this, we're going to talk about how that sucked because I really wanted a pair of that.
1: That, that is a uh, definitely one that's I'm upset about because you guys know me, I'm a big tennis fan. So I'll try to get my hands on those kind of like uh, archival, like tennis sneakers, which they'll actually come to play later today. But Yeah, I'm super irritated by that one myself because not only are they using that artificial hype by just slapping Travis Scott on the ad with McEnroe, but to make it even worse, they're taking an OG color, flipping a swoosh backwards, and gave Travis Scott his own one. So now people who want that original color have to fight the people who didn't get the Travis Scott because now they're going to be after that one, which I think this would be like any other shoe out there that would sit. And I think it could still possibly,
3: but initially it's going to be just – a. A crap show, for lack of better words. Mike, people like you are why that shoe makes me angry. It's because you should be able to get a Mac Attack because, like, you like tennis. That isn't – I mean, the Mac Attack is very cool to a lot of our Discord members, a lot mm-hmm. of historians. The Mac Attack is a cool shoe, but the Mac Attack is not a cool shoe. Oh, whoa, dude. This and actually and basic they just shoe. made it. And they're just making it like that. To make people like you struggle for no damn reason. And it's just like, it's, I saw a post that she, that she was getting seated out heavily. The MAC attack is all yeah. over everybody's timelines. But somebody commented on one of them. This is just Mikey's attempt to get at the 550 from New Balance. And it's like, hilarious, not true. But also very kind of true at the same time. Like if you look at this two side by side, there's a reason why the Mac Attack is coming out summer 2023. It's, it's mm-hmm. not an accident. Yeah. What's a good shoe you like? The or or a last take on the Mac Attack?
2: No, no, no. I think I've exhausted all the takes on the Mac Attack. I think you two have captured the point brilliantly. But you mentioned something about struggle, and that is going to be a segue into probably my favorite pair of shoes that have released so far, and that is the Jaron Heacock Dornbecker Nike Zoom Vomero Five. And as most of you know, I'm a storytelling mark and what they've done with this shoe is brilliant. And I really wish that this level of dedication and detail would go for every single pair of a sneaker, regardless of category, regardless of hype level. And it's one of those things that, If you're unaware, Dornbecker is a hospital in Oregon that takes care of sick children. And there is a program that's tied to Nike where every year about five to six patients get to design their own shoe. And it is truly the one part of the company where there is no sort of limitation. It doesn't matter what copyrights are involved, people get creative, and you can truly see the level of care and the level of love in the shoe. And if you see Jaron's shoe, it's all about robotics. It's all about the Lunar New Year. It's all about his family. It's just the storytelling elements, the detachable swooshes in pixelated colors. And I may be biased because I had a couple of friends that have worked on this shoe. But really, from a storytelling perspective, that is the peak. That is the pinnacle for me. And I can't wait to hopefully buy it for only $150 off of a retail price because it's one of those rare shoes that I don't mind paying resale value for because it represents something that is simply quantified as the greater good, which in this case is making this kids a reality that's dreams pretty, reality yeah dude, that's the best vomero that's come out
1: uh and i wish they were at it like a year or two ago when no one cared about the shoe, <laughs> because now like that she went like that Dorn becker pack that came out this year for lack of better words it was pretty accessible and even the, even the vomero but once people got it in hand and it became you know seen on social media and how you know good quality was now that she went from like oh i can get it for 150 200 bucks on the art, let's say two hundred bucks on the resale market to like five, six, seven hundred dollars now, like there's no way I'm paying for that. But I appreciate it so much. It's such a good shoe. Like everything they did with it, the colors, the extras, I that that can definitely be one of those who come back at the end of the year and it's like that's one of the top
2: three, four, five shoes of the year. And not only that, to kind of bookend the conversation around hype. Yes, there is a hype around the Dornbecker project. There is a hype around the Zoom Vamero right now because dad shoes are in. I don't mind that hype mm-hmm. because, A, ultimately it's serving a higher purpose, which is yeah. getting funding for this hospital. It's giving this kid another reason to smile because if you are fortunate enough to meet him or see the videos or the paraphernalia that are related to promoting the shoe, the kid's got a billion-dollar smile, and it's something that I'm okay feeding the monster on.
3: Definitely, Very true. This hype monster is not dead yet because that's uh, my uh, naughty list shoe. So is it? the Travis Scott one low, man. So I am a big Travis Scott fan of his music. I've seen him in concert twice. Like I like Travis Scott substantially. I have a pair of Travis sixes that I wanted undefeated. I don't like Jordan sixes that much. So I don't wear them that often. I want a damn pair of Jordan one. Travis Scott's so bad. And that shoe is just like – it's officially – this gotten me off the Sneakers app. I haven't been on the Sneakers app since not this last Olive release but the one before it because it's just like – or Dark Mocha, whatever. Oh, I yeah. yeah. The reverse Mochas or whatever? It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like they're all gorgeous. I like every single one of the One Lows. They're all fantastic-looking shoes. They're made great. They're what I look for in a shoe but I could not get a pair and that's fine, I guess. But it's also just like, it makes me sour at Nike. Cause I've seen a lot of posts about like Nike looking for innovation and looking to shake things up. Nike has completely stopped moving in terms of like pushing forward. Like Atlas, right. Was pushing the boulder upright was pushing the boulder up the, up the hill. Okay. That Atlas? I thought it was Icarus, but you know, I'll look that up somebody pushing a boulder and there was progress for a next long <laughs> time but now the boulder is just at a complete stop on the hill and nike's just holding it and it's not going anywhere maybe it's slipping backwards even a little bit but like
0: for me sisyphus, to have
3: by the way sisyphus um for me to have a shoe that i absolutely cannot get off of like what probably close to 50 different attempts across all the one lows over the past four years and i'm um, Oh for like a you know 50. Like fuck that. It's just frustrating. Um now on, on the happy side of the list, um playoff 13s, because I still freaking Ooh. love Jordans, but like the train is dead because these were easy to get. They're still technically like tanking on resale. And I've wanted this shoe since I was a kid. I love like 13s are a new love for me. I recently got into them the past you know five years, but this yellow circular jump man has been in my brain since like 2004 and to finally have a pair in my hand and has made my 2023 would be an absolute lie if I said anything else like a GR Jordan OG colorway is still the bee's knees love Jordan Travis one low hate Jordan so it's just like <laughs> it's a frustrating feeling man because it's like it's like you have a girlfriend that's like good to you Seventy five percent of the time, <laughs> and then that twenty five percent of the time, she might end up in the desert. Like
2: it's just, I hate uh, it. Uh, like, <laughs> hold on, can we stop? I, w- I want to hear more about your hypothetical relationship. Like, is it a Burning Man thing? Is she trying <laughs> to murder you? you or like, Rick
1: and Bad stuff no, she, no, she's or like, she...
2: I want to murder her. Like, I want to oh. like put oh, her yeah, down
3: say... and bury her in the is desert. She... <laughs> <I wanna laughs> be... But it's oh. just like. Not in real life. It's Please don't just, use this as evidence yeah. 35 years from now.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> These are fake stories. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like Icarus, a- you may have flown too close to the sun with that one <laughs> as opposed yeah. to Sisyphus, who was putting the boulder up the hill. But I get the point, Narabi, because I think that is the good and the bad of being a sneaker fan nowadays, regardless of what your company of choice is. There's going to be a moment where you are going to be able to hit on something that you've always wanted to hit on. But then ultimately, because we are a perverse species, we always like to... Uh, sensationalize our misses more than we do our hits. So I'm also hitting
3: on a shoe from nineteen ninety eight for God's sake. Like I want something like not everything has to be encapsulated in the past. Everything and the Jordan one Travis Scott Low is a retro. I get that, but like it's a take in the materials. It's so much different than what a one low has ever been in the history Mm -hmm. of a one low. And it's just like fuck man. I just want one pair. And then Nike had the whole um, restock and he could you could have got him on campus this week, but somebody said interns just ruin that whole thing because all these Allegedly. interns are these knuckleheads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. These knuckleheads go out there
2: and just like Should they, they be get, working? Like
1: shouldn't interns be working like harder than anybody else?
2: As as a former intern, they <laughs> overestimate <laughs> you and underestimate <laughs> you at the same time. Hey, they've given you this most complex project over the summer that you're going to be heads down and working, not realizing that a lot of us—and this is before the era of ChatGPT—like I can only imagine how productive these kids actually are now. It's just, yeah, it's frustrating. But I mean, you know what's not frustrating? Robbie, tell me about your next pair that you like. Yeah, I was just
3: gonna—I'll—I'll—I'll double down. I'll go. We'll, we'll uh, sneak draft it. So the ALD New Balance 860 V2. This was also a raffle. She like way easier to get than like a Travis. Like I bought more New Balance collabs recently because I can get them. I Here's a novel idea. I like the way they look. The price isn't too bad. I enter some kind of drawing and I win a color like, oops, like it's not that hard to do. But um, I've actually ran a little bit in these puppies. I think I've put, like, two 5Ks in in them. And, like, it's a super valid running shoe. It has a little bit of New York Steez to it. It's the counter kith by being ALD. The only real branding is here on the tongue. Colors are cool. Great shoe. Like, not rocket science. Easy to pick up. I like the way they feel on my feet. Fantastic. All very, very good. Um, And then for a shoe on my naughty list, uh, I said it yesterday and I already forgot, uh, the naughty shoe would have to be, um, the airship. Let's just keep it all, let's keep it Nike for my hater ship today. <laughs> the airship. I have, uh, I was in London and I held a couple different colorways in my hand for the first time mm-hmm. because that shoe was difficult to get in the States. Again, superficial height. That shoe should be easy to get. It's not a good shoe. It's a cool shoe, but not a cool shoe um held them in london absolute garbage doo materials like if you were to hold that thing to like it's the it's the fire test with leather it would just start melting and bubbling like oh, it's so plasticky and cheap i tried a pair on because there was enough sizes for you to like put a pair on and like manipulate my feet in them stiff disgusting no cushion like there's no reason for an airship to have that many colors to be limited, to have, like, Nigel Sylvester hype. Like, what are we doing? That shit was not good. So one of those, I kind
1: of want to counterpoint you on the airship. I haven't actually touched one yet, so that chill thing could be, you know, it is what it is. I've heard, like, through the grapevine that the airship is Nike's way to get people back into stores. So they're not putting a lot of them online. They're meant for people to actually go in store. Like you saw, you would would put your hand on it, try it on. So their neighborhood release Part I don't know what you want to call it. So yeah, a lot of these that you're seeing. Uh so there's no hype around them because apparently you can still go walk like you said, you walked and pick them up. Yeah. But the thing is, they're trying to put things like the was it almost like that random blue and white and blue one that did nothing but put the branding on the tongue. Uh Nigel yeah. Sylvester. Um but yeah, no, I know what you're saying. It's kind of like uh why are you making me play hide and seek with a shoe that's not even up to a particular standard of quality? So I can Probably. I can see the issue
3: there. It's to the Nike standard of quality, which is not good. Like, let's just call it what it is. Nike quality of synthetic leather is, I would say,
2: the worst of the major shoe brands. And it's not even close. Like, I guess the qu- the question I have, Robbie, is this. To your point, if this is a shoe that's built to understandably get people to go back into the store, it's a very interesting choice because, to yeah. me, it's more of a critically acclaimed shoe. Like, I, I would think that they would drop something more hype-driven, something that doesn't necessarily require you to have a sneaker history, wink, yeah, to I, pursue. I, I, and yeah like the synthetic leather thing is the synthetic leather thing i'm um, not necessarily disagreeing with you because i do think there is sometimes a lot to be desired from a quality control perspective regardless of the company but especially the company based out of beaverton but it's a strange shoe nonetheless to me because i would think this would be a shoe that given the right or wrong era may be found exclusively at a boutique type of store but this is the one that is to borrow the pun, bad pun, a flagship shoe to get people back into the Nike stores, then it's interesting to say the least.
3: Yeah. And I
1: don't
2: know All if these right, newer ones Michael. are
3: going... Oh, go ahead. No, hit <laughs> us with your thought and then your shoes. <clears throat> no, final thought
1: there is like, I feel like if we're comparison, cause I know Rota brought it back the MAC attack and we're talking about the airship. I feel like after the initial hype, because I feel like it's going through the same cycle because with the airship, it was the very limited pack of the In Chicago, do an all-star game. You're going to have a couple of, like, the collaborations. I feel like once they do that, they're going to just trickle down and be easy to get. Because if you go on any resale site, aside from a very particular airships, like maybe one or two of them, they're all under retail. Like, I'm talking about, like, the brand new one just came out, that tech Gray, which has actually heard really good things about. 112 bucks in my size right now to get. So, I think it's going to be one of those hype, 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 then trickle down, trickle down, trickle down, and we'll see a... Disappearance eventually.
2: Mike, get us on the right track. Give us another right shoe track. that you really liked. All You're right. Nice. So Let's-
1: if these are going to be one of those. These two, both are in the same category. One I hate. One I love. Because their shoe I don't think anyone asked for or needed. But one of them I actually checked a lot of boxes that made me happy. And that's going to be the Reebok Pump Victory Shack this shoe no one asked for that whatsoever but they actually played the hybrid game right by taking michael chain's pump victory which again we're talking about heritage tennis sneakers put a couple overlays from the shack attack and made this one of my most worn shoes uh even so much so that my daughter decided to put pink highlighter on the toe which i had to clean off um but one of ones one of ones. one of ones that so she autographed it apparently um yeah. I I think this shoe is fantastic. We talk about leather quality. I know, I think Rob, you have a pair of these as well in a different color. You may be able to test the same thing, but super great, like nice quality. And I think something different, something nice. I like it. And something that we did not need whatsoever and I swear I want to burn every pair, Mischief and their big red boot. I don't want to slap them in half for making that shoe because if I see some, one more person trying to be cool wearing that shoe, I want to kick them in the shins. Even though the shins already hurt from wearing a stupid shoe.
0: I am protected,
3: the- Mike. You can't even hit the shin. The rubber. Oh no, their, yeah. their,
1: their shins hurt. I've seen them come out with like people take them off. They're like like bruises and uh, scrapes and blisters from that stupid shoe because there's rubber on your skin. So I just you know what? Let's make it worse. Let's just boop right in the
2: shin. I'm still waiting for Nathan Fielder to come out and say this was an elaborate ploy for uh, the scenario or what was his show, the most recent shoe, uh, recent shoe, or recent show. Anyway, yeah, uh, it's not for me. But yeah, that's one of the ones that I could see a dad having to suppress much laughter as his kids like dad, we need to get these. These are 350, but 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 I will work all summer. They are, lack of a better term, the Jinko jeans for this generation. Like, <laughs> it's hilarious in the moment. And then we're going to look at these photos 10, 15 years from now. People are going to not be able to burn those photos quick enough, like Mike had mentioned. And I really yeah. hope, really hope the shin scrapes are worth it, so to speak. Not. Yeah, that's, looks a, like that's not a good crime. look.
3: The, um, the court pump shack gnosis. That I had the black pair, and I will second that. I want the white pair still. Once they go on sale, I'm gonna buy the white pair. But uh, fantastic, fantastic shoe. Leather quality is a whole other level. Row it. Let's have you t-
2: hit us with two more. Hit me with your best and worst shop. <laughs> uh, I will do that. Was that Joan Jen? I don't know. I I may have a black heart when I make my naughty list pick And this is the jaw one. And it's nothing against the shoe. In fact, I think that the design has really grown on me since it first debuted, mm-hmm. but it's the sheer fact that the player in question may jeopardize the future of a line. And it's something that I'm thinking about strategically long-term. If this is jaw one, I can't wait to see what they do with jaw three, because say what you will about certain Nike designs, They're in good hands, and the designer in question, Ben Natang Komei, has done a great job with the Kyrie line, especially for young fans of the game, growing them up and like having a hand in shaping their sensibilities to the sneaker. It's not necessarily for us, but I can see the vision, and more importantly, I can also see how this could be that pair that gets somebody on this train that we call sneakerdom. That being said, if Ja does not secure the bag and lighten up. And the news just broke that he got a 25 game suspension, which depending on how you feel, that may be just right. That may not be enough. That may be too much, but if he continues down this path and we don't get to see the evolution of a shoe line, it's going to make me mad that. And also the fact that these shoes are also hard to get. So that's just me being a bitter Betty about it, but please, John, do not fumble this because not only are you a great player that does great things on the court and occasionally off the court, don't jeopardize your own future and the own staining of the game just because you got to go ahead and show this gun on Instagram Live for the third time. Yeah. I and
3: hope then, it's jaw four. Hold on. Jaw
1: four colorway, gun blazing. We'll do it. Just to so call back in.
2: Sir. <laughs> they made sure... I would like, like a
1: Jaffor colorway. Oh, yeah. Let's, more guns. Uh. <laughs> uh. But... So with the jaws crazy, I'm going to let you finish it with the the suspension. They literally ensured he can't get the bag because the 25 games is just enough so he can't yep. get any of the NBA awards, which means he can't make another all NBA team until 2024, 2025, which will ensure that he literally is going to be stuck. So you need to get his crap together.
2: Yeah. But I mean, like I compare and contrast and this is going to turn into basketball history for a brief <laughs> two minute period. I cannot even imagine the red-ass yelling that he would have gotten had David Stern still been alive. Because I do think Adam Silver was a little bit more strategic with his punishment for John. But this, if David Stern was alive, we're not seeing this guy until 24-25 at the earliest. Just because that's how Adam Stern rolls. (laughs) There's truly nothing bigger than the game of basketball. That includes sitting down arguably the most hyped, most influential under 25 player that is in the league right now, that is going to usher in that era, because as we are silently watching, we are seeing kind of a passing of a torch with the Curry's and the LeBron's. We don't know how much longer we've got from a basketball perspective, and we need Ja to be a bit more Tim Duncan, Grand Hill in that regard. And it's just not happening. So that's me being a negative Nancy. Now for something more ironic, considering the iconography of this, the run, the jewels, uh, the Run the Jewels pack and I'm calling it a pack and I kind of wish that they were released as a pack that's my number two shoe because it goes back to storytelling and I think the high represents a lot of what made the fourth album so good not only from the aesthetics of the colorway but it was a little out there it was a little funkier but it was also more accessible which is what I kind of associate with the fourth album of Run the Jewels whereas the low which I think was taking homage to the third Run the Jewels album which was their blue album seemed to be a little bit more focused seemed to be a little bit more understated but then when you see the shoe in hand it is a powerful shoe and that's the best way i can describe listening to that album because if you listen to it for the first time yeah it's got some bops you're just kind of bopping your head but then as you kind of listen to the lyrics you realize that there's a little bit there more under the surface so that's my pick for the second next list the run the jewels pack and i only wish they kind of had actually no i don't want to release them as a pack because then i wouldn't have gotten them and then they would have made my naughty list so really life is a full (laughs)
1: I'm right there with you. I love that shoe. I love both of them. And need to get my hands on a pair sooner than later.
3: <laughs> That's another beautiful shoe that isn't crazy resale. We've had a little talk about earlier. So if you're looking for a run the jewels, run your ass to uh, anywhere but StockX. Uh, <laughs> <Run. laughs> buy a pair. Um, so my last two shoes, um, my naughty list. And it's only naughty because A, the shoe is bad. And B, this person deserves better. It's the Dame certified by Adidas. So we have eight years of signature shoes from Dame, all living in that price point of affordability where you got like good bounce tech or light strike or um, a little bit of boost. We have something or bounce. uh, I might've said bounce twice. Um, It was a, Quality shoe for a great player at a low price that still looked good, that had great yeah. tie-ins. The Dame, the first eight Dame shoes were very good. I have two of them, and lovely. There's Dame Certified, which is like the Kyrie Flytrap or the LeBron yeah. Ambassador, Dame. so to speak, for the Dame line. It's now on sale for $43, which says a lot about how well that shoe is doing. But it's just like a literal... Hodgepodge, slapped together brick, and it just—this is one of the five best guards in the league, in my opinion. Like top seventy-five all-time player. There's levels to this type shit, and it's like—I get he's—you do this to the D Rose line. Like you put the you put a D Rose legacy, you know, slap a D Rose uh, logo logo on it, have that cost ninety-five dollars on sale for forty, and have it do its thing. But like Dame isn't there. As a player, as a shoe line yet, give the man a better shoe. Um, so the Dame 9 slash 10 needs to be good and needs to not be this. Um and then for my happy shoe, my good shoe, is the Cloud Surfer by nice. On. Uh been wearing this guy substantially. Um almost every afternoon walk is taken in the surfer. Um I think it said online, this is like anatomically proven to be more whatever the fuck that means. It's comfortable. Right? It's just like <laughs> The on-cloud just
2: sideways, right? I don't know what that all word matters means, to me. I take it as disrespect. <laughs>
3: well, anatomical, I get what that means, but just like, I don't feel any real difference other than just a lot of comfort from them moving the sideways. The only design dislike I have is how it says, like, kind of says cloud tech, and it's purposely cut off here, so you can't read either one. I don't like that. But other than that, it's super comfortable. Feels like It feels like a lunar glide, but more comfortable and more supportive. And I've now had enough ons to really get the feel of like Mike's pair is very low profile and responsive Mm -hmm. and not cushion. These are way more cushiony. Um, There's more cushion than this, but this is like the three little bears just right in my book. Um, Out now, men and women's different colors. This all black has been killing it for me, but the cloud surfer, this is the kind of stuff. Like Nike needs to this is what they're trying to make. Like, right? Everybody's trying to make a shoe like this because at this price point, I think 120, 140. Um, it is one of the more comfortable shoes I've ever put on full stop. I don't have to pay two twenty or two hundred to get Zoom X P Max foam carbon shank. What I yeah. 120 Nobody bucks you can bent figure bent. a good shoe out. You will
2: never pay me enough to get Shank, but I will say this to provide commentary in both their shoes. I refer back to a popular meme, which is look what they've done to my boy. And in the case of the dame lillard's dame lillard's one of my favorite players uh that just happens when you live in a city uh watching that kids glow up and he's not even a kid he's a grown-ass man and yeah like come on let's just do better i know takedown models are there for a reason and i'll also use this as a quick tangent to say 160 for a takedown model who are you trying to take down lebron the middle class jimmy christmas <laughs> i haven't
3: bought it a- i could put the lebron 20 in there for my naughty, I didn't buy it because that price, man. When I see it on it sale enough, I'll buy or I look
1: at those and I'm like, mm, hit, hit I'm me at one forty-five. We may talk.
2: Yeah, but seventy-five.
1: I'm not mad at that either.
2: <laughs> and and Robbie's a Lakers fan. Let the record show. Oh man, I mean. Lake Blake Show. Uh, I will say this on the positive side, I am a fan of Robbie. I am fortunate enough to get to see him every once in a while. And look what they've done to my boy. My guy's looking leaner and meaner. And it can only be attributed to the on cloud monster and the cloud tech. So thank you, on for making sure my guy continues to be Peloton Poppy as we only know him Peloton. To be
3: Man, it's, it's just as we get older that comfort means something. And if I can't have, if I have to pay, oh, no, whatever, Travis Scott. Don't be $1,000 at least. Um, anywho, that's, uh, have we all done three? No, we got, I mean, we will have one more go around. Oh
2: my so God, I, I just got up. And... No, no, you're good. I'll go ahead and just go quickly. I will have the rare, nice, non-Nike pick, which was the Adidas. Uh, Adi- wow. Hmm, let me take a moment. The Adidas Volume 7 hardened shoe, or Adidas, depending on what part of the country you are. I am very jealous I don't get to wear this shoe. Uh, it truly represents uh what I imagine a luxur- luxury, high-performance shoe to look like. And they've done a fantastic job with the colorways and such a fantastic job that there are certain colorways that are just hard to find. But that being said, I will not pay above retail for anything James Harden, James Harden related until he wins an NBA title. So they're just going to sit. If you are a sneaker-free agent, like most of our listeners are, please buy a pair on my behalf. Please... Rock a triple double, hit some step backs, do what you got to do with that shoe, but just do it on my behalf because I cannot wear it. And then for my last shoe, I want to talk about a shoe that I really love that if I had a pair, I would probably say makes my nice list, which is the Nike Warritos Dunk. And the only issue I have with this shoe is supply chain issues. And I will say this, I think the receipt is due now for using supply chains issues as a reason for sneakers not hitting us. And I think Robbie and I touched on this in a previous episode, there was an assumption There was a belief that there was going to be X amount of pairs available for this style. And there was nothing in terms of the marketing, in terms of the hype, that led us to believe that this was going to be as coveted of a shoe because there was such a limited quantity. That's when fact hits reality, because lo and behold, I would think that this was one of the most sparsely stocked shoes we've had this year, much to the chagrin of a lot of people, because I think there hasn't been that overwhelming of a sentiment from a negative perspective for Nike Dunks specifically, Nike Dunk specifically that are collabs, wink, previous episode, please listen, download, like, and yeah, I'm still a frustrated about the fact that we can't get the shoe. And more importantly, when we try to get the shoe, it's absurd. Like this is Jordan level. Resell for a dunk, a generic general dunk. But that's my soapbox, guys. What do you think? Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm on the same boat as you like the hardens. I really like it. I'm just not paying anything over uh, over retail. Uh, what we were talking about before. If you are a big fan of that shoe, right now Adidas has about 92% of the colors on sale for 128 from the
2: 160 price point. Um, and I found, Mike, by the way, during uh, one of robbie's brilliant monologues i actually looked up and we have the blue and white colorway that was the colorway that you and i were both looking Hibbets yeah. has it for full retail so is it on the site it is on the site
1: oh i need to go back and check i mean i still don't want to buy for full price but uh <laughs> sorry james harden what do you want from me like you haven't done anything for me in fact you you're, you're that player that's left and think about coming back don't don't be that person like
2: but, Mike, do. speaking of players coming and going, I thought with Victor Vembanyama's eventual ascension to the San Antonio Spurs, you were just – I mean, you're even wearing black and white today. So, like, okay. I figured, well done. I'm still salty about
1: that. Like, we can't even win at a goddamn draft order. Like – Well, question. Will you accept James Harden if he comes back? What's, I, what, what am I Just be like, I'm going to stop watching him? Like, what? i, I got to watch my you team could? even though they're, they're dumb. <laughs> like, i will tell.
2: They're done Lenby's right down the road, Mike. Like, don't do I don't, this. I don't know if Jalen
1: Green even likes basketball at this point. I'm like, he just likes to paint his Does nails. James and like, Does James yeah. Harden. Except he doesn't eat the buffet and get fat to try to leave town. Yeah. So, I mean, at least not yet. So we'll, we'll find out. And that's my James Jay Harden. Harden likes likes women in tattoos.
3: That's James up, dip dip.
1: Mike, that's what about your last
2: last couple of pairs? What's your nice and what's your not yes. nice?
1: So I'll go with my naughty first because I actually like the shoes. I think it's a great brand. The people who wear them make me upset because they just, you know, I thought we went away from this whole hipster thing of like, I'm wearing this almost ironically, but that's people who wear Solomons. Like I have, I have some, not everybody. I'm not going to say everybody. I have one of my best friends in the world. He wears Solomons. He loves them. Like I have no, um, like he's cool. He doesn't like, he didn't give a crap, but some of the people who wear them just to be like, oh yeah, I'm wearing these because they're not this or that. I'm like, shut up. Just say you like them. It's Okay. Just shut your face. I don't want to hear your reasoning that you've made up that you don't, you know, whatever you think we want to hear. Solomons are a cool shoe. The people who wear them suck. Fight me. I don't know what you want. Put in the comments. In, a, in fact, subscribe and, and then put a comment in. They'll do me a favor.
2: Not only that, <laughs> follow Nick Engvall on all major platforms. and <laughs>
1: <laughs> but my my uh my good shoe is going to be actually in the Adidas is going to be the Samba. Um not because of anything in particular but I'm just glad that Adidas is finding some footy footy footing in the post Kanye era finding something that they've actually did that didn't have to be related to him to be something consistent for them. Um it's a decent shoe. I mean nothing wrong with it. It's just like a dunk with no technology just you know, rubber cup sole leather, and it goes with pretty much anything. So I'm glad that they're actually finding some footing in their classic line because God knows anything new they're putting out is not doing anything well. So good on you guys for staying afloat with uh, something that's literally like 70 years old.
3: It's it's, it's time. It'll, it'll, My bad. <laughs>
2: it'll leave.
3: And, it'll leave and it'll come back again and it'll leave like all good things. Never goes out of style. Well, it does sometimes, but then it comes back. <laughs> Maybe.
2: Like James Harden Houston. No, again, man. I, when he gets Samba, mad, he just go
3: eat a buffet and leave again. Put on his fat suit. A white or a black Samba or a white or a black superstar will never be a bad thing. No. Can't be so. mad at that. So, listeners, what are three of your favorite shoes and three of your least favorite shoes of 2023? The Midway Point Edition. Leave us a comment. Follow Mike on YouTube. Do whatever you need to do to get that information to us. But let us know. it be fun to see what your answers are. Um, make sure you're following all of us at our major platforms. And thanks so much for tuning in.
2: Have a great day. Follow Sneaker History. Follow Sneaker History. Like us. Subscribe. Please love us. <gasps>